0: Welcome back to the Grind. I'm today's host, Christian Cardoso, and today is our second installment of our senior sessions in the studio. With me, I have Juan Diaz. Juan, how are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing fine. Christian, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, so, Juan, how has your semester been going?
1: It's uh, it's going pretty good. I mean, there was some ups and downs to it, but uh, I'm ready to graduate. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's
0: it's uh, kind of insane. Huh? You've been in this program now for what three years, and yeah. you're getting down to the last three weeks. You know what's going through your mind
1: right now? Uh, right now my mind's like, okay, I gotta get my thesis done. I gotta tr- I gotta make sure I meet all the deadlines. Uh, you know, just make sure I'm I'm good. You know, just finish strong. That that's my mentality right now.
0: Finish strong. I like that. Um, so. I guess to start off, Juan, why did you decide to
1: come to Western and study graphic design? So, um, I came to Western because I came through the camp, the college um, assistance migrant program, which is camp. Um, and they, they actually offered me the opportunity to come study here uh, for free for one year. Um, and why did I choose graphic design? Oh, it's because, uh, I don't know, it's something I always kept, like, Pulling me towards graphic design I mean for that first year I really didn't know what I wanted to do as a college or what to study in college so the one year that the uh, camp gave me I I just went out and explored different majors but for some reason and I'm grateful that uh, the arts was uh, something I chose.
0: Yeah I mean I'm, I, uh, I actually was applying with you the first time you know we were in the same room when we first applied uh it's it's kind of um insane i guess you could say like how we've uh, grown since then and yeah. how do how do you feel like you know coming to western your first year how do you feel like you've uh changed at least as a designer
1: through the program well i can tell you that uh i can uh as as this program uh, teaches us, it's more like how to think like a designer. Because I've, because um, your foundation classes, I mean, they teach you like how to draw, how to do these. You know, it's just like very technical, very, very specific uh, things. But then once once you're here, um, they're kind of, I want to say, teach you the ropes on like how how to process, how to go through a project. So it's no longer, okay, here, uh, go draw me a still of a flower or, uh, go, you know, go replicate this. Now it's, it's you, you're, you're being, you're being more creative. I mean, there's prompts, but those prompts like kind of start making you think a little bit more because that's what graphic design is. You're like, basically you're given a problem. And then you have to find a solution for it, because that's what design is. It's not, It's sure, it might not be pretty at times, uh, especially the struggles, because you might be overthinking something and you're working, I want to say, well, working on the project for hours and hours on end, not knowing which one is the best uh, solution, which is the best design for the specific problem that you're doing. But. Um, as you do work through through that process, you do you do end up making better choices. Is what I is what I'll say. That's what uh I want to say. The graphic design program has like given me is like what's the best option, and not only the what's the best option, but why is it the best option? Because you gotta have like um, you gotta have some very specifics and reasonings of why you made something the way it is.
0: So it's like it almost built your confidence, I guess, yeah. as a designer.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I was—I'm not gonna lie—I can be timid sometimes and shy. Um, but if I'm very confident of a design, like I'll, I'll show it. Like I'll—I'll I'll go out out there and be like, okay, this is why I made this blue because uh, not just because I liked it, but um, you know, blue is is because I wanna have this like more, and I want it to stand out more uh, than you know than than the uh, the competition or something like that. I can't really get into specifics right now because I can't think of a project, but uh, yeah.
0: So I, I guess aside from design, you know, mm-hmm. aside from all the work that you put into the grind here, what other uh, creative outlets do you have?
1: Um, I I draw. I will say I draw sometimes. I I don't do music, but I like to listen to music. I think that's, that's another creative um, outlook. Like sometimes I'll be listening to music and be like, oh, maybe the artist should add this tone or something to it. I mean, I mean, even though I'm not making it, I mean, I kind of make like my own beats in my head. <laughs> it might be something really <laughs> weird just to say, but yeah. Um, sometimes I'll paint, I'll draw. Ooh, definitely like to take uh, photos, but yeah. Do you have a camera? Yeah, I have a Nikon what, D5300. Yeah, had it for the past two years. And I'll just I'll just go out to South Haven and just start taking pictures of the, like the beach or go on the nature trail in Lawrence and just take random pictures. That's pretty much it.
0: So um, I like what you kind of said about the music where you feel like, you know, you kind of have these beats in your head. Cause I feel like in that same way It's kind of like how ideas come to our head you know a design idea might come to you when you're walking home or you know when you're cooking dinner or something like that like it just kind of pops into your head and um how do you feel like music in that sense then influences your work
1: um yeah to be honest bro i i don't know (laughs) but uh i will say is that uh one like something that has that I kind of find in common when, when I'm listening to music and when I'm starting working is that I'll be you'll listen to to a song you'll listen to it over and over and you might know the message of it but you can always like you just you just find different meaning every time you listen to the song I mean it just depends on your mood and um everything else and same goes for like when I'm designing something like I say I'm like very hyped up and I'll I'll work on a specific design I'll I'll crank it out, and for me, it'll look like it's the best thing in the world. Fifteen minutes later, I will look back at it, and it's not the not as hyped or not as good as I thought it was. So then I'll go back and do some um iterations to it.
0: In your designs, do you use a lot of pictures, a lot of photography?
1: Uh, no, not really. I guess it just depends on the project that I'm I'm going I'm going in because I tried to like stick to like. Basic like illustrations, gradients, um, solid colors. That that pretty much is what I go for from my designs. Um, if it's like if, if it's like a poster, then I will consider using uh, an image just because I feel like that'll be much more more enticing to see. But um, yeah. So
0: Juan. Yeah. Uh, what excites you the most about a career
1: in graphic design? Well, what excites me the most is like the creative freedom that designers and artists have. It's, like, I, I wanna say there's like no other field where uh, you're able to express yourself and make a, a living off of, off of it. I mean, besides being an actor or being an influencer. But I mean, you have a hand in the process of like making really great things. Either that's like a, a brand Uh, helping up with a brand um, doing some freelance work like at least seeing your your creations out there and being and being a part of that process I feel like it really is like a big huge advantage than I want to say any other field that I've looked into
0: so creative freedom to you means like being able to work on multiple or different projects in different mediums that are maybe working with different kind of clients and different departments segments of the world that's what you are most excited about yes
1: yes yeah Uh, 100 i'm 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 excited for that as uh as the next few years uh, come up i just hope i can create the best work i can because at times i feel sometimes i feel rush when it comes to like creation mainly because you got to meet deadlines and that's like i mean that's like a that's expected because it's 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 also a job like you can't be working on things forever yeah
0: no it, that's deadlines are what separate you know a hobby from a profession so it's I definitely feel you on that yeah <laughs> for sure So listeners might not know this, but me and Juan, we we share a lot of history together. We have, well, first off, we're first cousins, and we went to the same high school together. We kind of grew up around, you know, the same community. We kind of had the same sorts of jobs, and we're both first-generation college students. And as first-generation college students, there are a lot of other difficulties that you go through trying to attend college and thus finally getting to college and trying to stay in um Juan actually mentioned the camp program which is the college assistance migrants program that is one of the programs here at Western that helps out you know seasonal farm work working students or students that have background in seasonal migrant farm work and to go from the fields per se to you know a design classroom there's a lot of changes in that and so Juan I just wanted to you know get your perspective on this which is you know how did how did picking design and art school as a major kind of or what response did you picking your major in design and art school get from let's say like your parents
1: well i'm i'd say i'm very uh grateful to have my parents cuz they were uh um pretty cool with it um i want to say they kind of like they kind of understood i mean they knew i had that uh the artistic background because, um, I would always be like I said in, in art classes, and as for uh, how everything went, um, the, at least the transition from like working in the fields and uh, getting high hi- in higher education, it was a quite a big shock since you know you and me both are uh first generation students and we both worked on similar jobs. I'll say it's a it's easier, <laughs> definitely. You don't have to be out there in the cold. Less physically it's, demanding, for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're 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 outside. You're always uh, you're always doing something. That's that's what it is. And not to say that you're not doing anything over here, but um, it's not as intense and labor intensive as it was. Um, yeah,
0: that's how I feel about. At least my background with some of my jobs is like sometimes I feel like staying up to finish a project or putting however many hours into a project a day is difficult at times. But then there's also times where I remind myself of what I've already done, what I've already been through, the kind of things that I've done, you know, just for money or just so I'm able to pay for school calls and things like that. It's It kind of gives me a different sort of drive. And that's why I really appreciated. Um, what your senior thesis, the topic that you have, we it's talking about the kind of migrational patterns of seasonal farm workers um, in the United States. So, tell us a little bit more about your thesis, Juan.
1: Yeah, so uh, my thesis is over uh, agricultural workers and their migration patterns. Um, it's main the, the reason I chose this topic is because in the summer, uh, I I do work with the uh, with the Nomad Project. Is that's what it's known as it's it's something different now but um the nomad project basically helps uh, migrant um s- students get back into education mainly because they're always traveling um these kids can't really like i want to say like uh catch up with their grades or catch up with their education since they're always constantly moving um so i kind of want to touch like basis on on that like at least the migration portion of it and I was, as I was doing my research, I uh, I learned that um, the migrants, at least I I work with, uh, they're like they're they're in two categories. There's the follow the crop workers, which is like the families and uh, these workers that like move around year by year. Um, and then there's the uh, visa workers, which are the H two uh, A guest guest workers that the United States offers. Um, and I kind of want to sh- shed some light um, on the topic through graphic design. I mean, at first I want to do like infographics um, for my thesis, but as I kept um, working at it, I on my thesis, I noticed that you really couldn't see the uh, uh, the intentions or the uh, the human aspect of of the of the information because it was just like statistics and numbers and data so um I want to say like for my first consultation I had it was with uh with Paul yeah um and he gave me the great idea of like well let's make it well he consulted to me that uh I should probably make it into a journey just to, so people can get that human aspect of it because you know, just looking at a a piece of paper and you're just reading something people will probably just blow by it but if you have like a journey or um something that people can can actually like see and relate to then that'll be be much more of a bigger impact and i mean that's the whole that's my whole entire intention of of the thesis is to bring awareness to migrants Um, and then as i was my next step was like, okay, how am I going to make this infographic into a journey? Um, then I had a, another consultation with uh, with an alum, actually our cousin, um, Gerardo uh, Zamora, Jerry. Uh, and he told me, he's like, well, if you're really going to be showing all of this research, all of this information, um, it's probably best for you to um, to work as like within the bounds of a website. Um, just so people can like scroll through and see all the information and I was like oh yeah that's actually uh, a great idea so now my project's basically that it's a it's information based on um, the migration patterns of migrant workers the different types um, the journey so people can relate to it and it being on a digital platform so it could be accessed to everybody and the whole purpose of it is just like i said just to bring awareness to uh, migrants and migrant workers and the struggles and things i have to deal with as well
0: wow so you've been <clears throat> building a whole website this whole time
1: yeah uh t- t- yes to an extent now it's uh more of a, like a, a mobile website it's it's not like a 19 by 20 by uh 1080 it's not like uh it's XD, It'll it'll, it'll, just, it'll just show you like phone. I'm just working in, in a phone layout now. Yeah, still work in progress, but it, it it's taken some time. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it's uh it's been sometimes keeps me up up at night because I'm like I gotta get something finished, and the more I work at it, it's like I don't get anything done because I'm still either a step behind or there's a there's a layback to it, and then I gotta go back and kind of grind out um, just to get the uh, just so I can have a good a good product you know?
0: while you were researching for your thesis what kind of uh, problems were you running into
1: Um. The problems i was having was that uh some of the, the data isn't up to date um what i mean by that is that like for some statistics you'll have like the current year like for like i want to say like the if you're gonna be researching like the h2a program um that's up to date and then but if you're gonna go into like the migrant follow the, the crops migrants uh, their data isn't up to date it's like up to 2016 and i want to say like i want to say the uh the organization that that does these surveys um they're supposed to have these updated especially because they do this they do the surveys every three years so it should have been up to like 2019 and then since it's already 2020 it should be already be up to date but it's not I think they're behind by six years, so that's data that I can't really like show to the to the best of my my extent. So I'm just going off the what I have. I wanna say like that's uh that's something I really ran into. And as well as that there's really a, a lot of uh, statistics out there. So figuring out which ones would fit the purpose of like having a relatable story was another one. Um and not bombarding the whole entire infographic layout with too much information, because you're also trying to enjoy the journey that uh, this migrant persona that I've created um, on my phone dig- digital thesis um, to see, you know, just so you could relate to it. So that was another one. Um, and then also, uh, I want to say like creating the infographics at times. Um, not just because of the data, but like, uh, how do I make all of these look consistent? Because one set information won't be the same for the the next, or they won't be the exact same topics. Um, what's another one? What's another one? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I could believe you when you said some of that stuff is outdated. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are some like key elements to, or some key design elements in your Senior thesis project.
1: Uh, Key elements is like having a flow. Um, so when you're scrolling through, how those transitions, how, um, how's the text? The text size are you able to 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 read to read it clearly? Um, do you understand uh, the journey that's going through? Um, you know, just just that, just the layout is. Is key at the moment because you can have all you can have all the information like I'm trying I'm telling you there's like there's like a thousand articles like I want to say like I just kept going through article through article through article just copying pasting just seeing what could be the most relevant to what I'm trying to show people is is what it is yeah it's just the layout the layout and then if everything makes sense Hmm.
0: So when do you present your senior thesis?
1: I want to say it's the uh, the twentieth, April twentieth. I think it's due the nineteenth, and we present the twentieth. It's coming up. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> Man, but, uh, I'm confident though.
0: If you could, if you could put a percentage on the completion of your thesis right now, so we can all be there with you, what would you say?
1: All right. So um everyone's saying it's it, it's it's good i mean but like what i set myself out to do i'm like at like 60 to 70 percent um as if to having like a f- like that's like me presenting like i wanted to do four stories but i'm right now i think i'm uh, i only have like two and i'm fi- I'm finalizing those two stories at the moment so it's not exactly what what i, I was set myself out to do but uh i mean it, it's it's there like it's there like The stories, uh, the two stories are completed and that's for the follow, follow the work. No, follow the crop, uh, migrant worker and the H2A workers. Um, And then the other two I still got to work on the shuttler uh, and the uh, unauthorized uh, migrant worker. Uh, But uh, that's going to be probably, I'll probably finish those like in the future, (laughs) I'd say, but yeah. 70%. 70% I guess that's not that's yeah. not terrible,
0: yeah. you know. Um but yeah, I mean good luck on that. Uh did you draw from any of your personal experience for this project for your for your thesis? Did you draw anything from like say family members or people that
1: you're close to? Uh yeah, 100% I did. Um cuz at first uh what I was going to do was I was going to go and get like personal testimonies from like migrant workers. But uh, since none of them are here until the summer, um, I can't really ask anybody. So I just pulled inspiration um, from stories I already knew and uh, personal stories uh, from family. So that all came, came into play. And I also like doing research and making sure everything aligned and everything was uh, as truthful as possible, keeping it realistic
0: yeah yeah so what's your um i guess what's your ideal outcome for this uh thesis just awareness as you were saying
1: yeah just just awareness in an interesting way um not being a video um, not being uh, an article but like something enjoyable to to read and and to navigate through Is is my intention with this
0: well, I have no doubt, Juan, that your thesis is going to be as enjoyable as you think it is. Because if you, you know, are putting yourself at these high standards with 70 percent, I I can't wait to see it at 100 um, percent. But for now, that's all we have for today. Juan, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me here. I, I appreciate it. And thank yeah. you
0: all for listening. Peace.